0: Hey everyone and welcome to the House of Bounce podcast, your go-to place for professional insight into the world of basketball. Alongside players, coaches and front office staff, I'm your host Matt and for this episode I am joined by Sacramento Kings guard Kyle Guy. Kyle has just wrapped up his second season in the NBA and is also an NCAA championship winner during his time with Virginia. We go through his career to date, what it's like playing in the NBA, before rounding out with a series of quick-fire questions. It really is a great listen, and with that, let's jump straight in. So Kyle, uh, thank you for joining me, I really appreciate it. And uh, let's uh, just jump straight in. So you were selected with the 55th pick in the 2019 NBA Draft. Could you take us through that night, please? What was it like getting drafted? Was it something that you expected and what did you do to celebrate?
1: Yeah, draft night was fun for me. It was a little different than other people's. I didn't go to the draft. Um, we just had it uh, at one of our friends' house that has a pretty nice movie theater um, feel to it. Uh, so we watched it on that. It was a super long night. The, the NBA draft, I mean, a lot like the NFL draft, the first round like takes forever. So I think it started at 7.30 or 8. I didn't get drafted until like 30 in the morning maybe two so you know celebrating after really wasn't in the, kind of like excited for like 30 minutes i talked to vlade and luke and vivek and then uh everyone pretty much left and i went to sleep there was about 50 people there's just family and close friends um at the draft party and um, you could tell like the the mood was getting real somber towards like pick 50 51 and i still wasn't getting called and you know it was awkward but i knew what i was getting myself to do so um, you know, it was, they were still super excited when, when I got drafted.
0: And you played three NBA games as a rookie, but featured in 31 contests as a sophomore. What has it been like playing in the NBA for you?
1: Yeah, playing in the NBA has been uh, fun. It's a challenge because, you know, last year I only played in three games this year, like you said, I played in 31. Um, but they were, some of them were random. Like I hadn't played in six games and I get 20 minutes. Or I've played six games straight and then the seventh game, I play like a minute and a half. So just trying to find a rhythm and a groove and stay uh, ready at all times is, has been challenging, but um, a fun task.
0: Can it be difficult maybe playing, you know, a ton of minutes one night and then being a DMP the next and not even getting on the court? What, how do you deal with that?
1: Yeah, it's super frustrating not really having a set schedule as to when you're going to play, how much, how long um so it's frustrating for sure but again it's part of the job so I get too high or too low some coach at UVA is just you know never get too high or too low um during um, the good and bad times so I just try to stay even keel and, and be ready for my shot
0: and then have there been any other parts of the NBA that have been challenging for you
1: another challenging part is obviously just the the travel trying to get on to eastern standard time within 12 hours And right after that, go back to central time and then go to the West Coast for two more away games, then have a home game, like an away game, home game, back to back, like there's just so many games, so much travel. So just, you know, trying to get adjusted to all the different time zones and, you know, getting enough sleep and all those great things are uh, pretty difficult. But again, part of the job and, you know, it's why. You, you know we're not I'm not complaining about it because obviously they pay us for the, these reasons but um it's 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 not easy
0: what has been your favorite moment on the court playing in the NBA or or maybe you have a selection of favorite moments
1: yeah i would say the preseason where i hit the game winner was pretty awesome against the warriors um the regular se- first game of the season when buddy hit the um tip in against- and that was super fun. Harrison hit a buzz beater. Bellies, like all the buzz beaters are awesome to me. Like uh Nemanja hit a, a buzz beater in Houston last year that I was at and dressed for. So um a lot of good memories. Uh I was on um Sports Center not top 10 for trying to win meal the last game of the season this year. So but you know I told myself I was going to do it regardless. So you know uh, a lot of good memories uh from playing so forth.
0: Are there any players who you've leaned towards in the Sacramento Kings as friends or maybe mentors?
1: Yeah, last year, a lot of my really close friends were on the G League team. Eric Mika, Marcus Graves, Isaiah Pinero, Gabe Benson, on the Heat now. This year, I've become pretty close with Tyrese Halliburton, uh, Harrison Barnes. Uh, honestly, this team's just kind of close all together. We laugh a lot. Hassan is, Whiteside's hilarious. Woodard's a rookie. He's one of my closer friends, like,
0: and you played in the G League during your rookie season. How how did that prepare you for the professional ranks, and and what did you take and learn from that experience?
1: Yeah, playing in the G League was great. I think I I'm, I've already had an exuberance of confidence, but it helped even more just being able to play and you know be one of the featured guys and try to grind out wins and put the team on my back and stuff. Be a leader. Those things are all intangibles that were really. Uh, important for me to continue to grow on and I think I did that um, and I think you know I, I worked on parts of my game that you saw this year in those 31 contests.
0: And then in terms of you know your first two seasons in the NBA what have you taken from from that experience at the very top level?
1: Yeah definitely comfortability is one thing that's I've been growing um, through the last two years playing the G and the NBA. I think um, one thing I had to get used to was just like everyone in the NBA is so good that uh, even if you play good defense, they're probably still going to score. And, you know, you just down on yourself or, you know, lose that confidence just because you got scored on twice in a row. Like, if you play good defense, that's all you can ask for.
0: And obviously the NBA it's full of stars, full of superstars, uh, names that are known across the globe. What's it been like playing against those stars? Have you faced off against any of your idols and what's that been like?
1: Obviously, LeBron is probably the first that comes to mind when it's people that I looked up to and, and stuff. And then when I got to eighth grade, high school, freshman year, high school is when Steph started, like, being the man, becoming Stephen Curry to him. But someone that's really I just love as a player and as a person is Damian Lillard. Uh, his mindset his you know, the way he he plays the game, carries himself, teammate, leader, all those things I really uh, enjoy um, Playing against him um, and, uh, and watching him play.
0: Do you get the opportunity to speak to any of those NBA stars, like like Damian Lillard?
1: Yeah, no, you you definitely you know. So I, I like to have fun on the court, so I, as serious as I am, I don't mind having a side conversation with someone and still being able to whatever I need to do, you know, for the for the game plan. So um, there's still there's there's time for that um, for sure. Um, I haven't said anything to him in particular but Mike Conley I said something to him and he's from Indiana so and that was really cool guarding him he hit two threes in my face so that was like I said that was super fun
0: and what about trash talking it's something that we see on the court quite a lot are you a trash talker is that something that you is that something that you participate in
1: no I don't trash talk Um, I mean on the bench we have fun like dang and like scream and stuff but like no like real banter back and forth
0: and another thing that we see in the NBA from time to time, not as common as uh, trash talking, is is bench dances, especially the first thing that comes to my head is the Brooklyn Nets a few years ago. Um, are you part of, of all of that when maybe you don't hit the court and and you do find yourself sitting courtside?
1: Me and Robert Woodard were probably our like most choreographed <laughs> celebrators. Uh, Aries got hurt. Uh, he became one of the the louder bench players, him and Justin James. Yeah. The energy on the bench was great, so I, I enjoyed that part of it.
0: And let's get on to your college years. How, how can we not? I mean, you spent three years at Virginia where you won an NCAA championship. What was that experience like for you winning a title? And how do you look back on your college days?
1: When, winning the NCAA championship was awesome. That's That was the goal going in, was to get my jersey retired, and win a national championship. Those were my two goals. Um, and, you know, hopefully the first will happen, but the the latter did. Um, going in with Ty Jerome, Mamadi, DeAndre, Jay Huff, like we all set out. That's what we wanted to do. And to like, really like set a goal, visualize it, and then make it happen.
0: And just honing in on winning that title a little bit more. Can you, can you take me through that moment? It must've been a surreal feeling. When we won, I
1: mean, I still have to pinch myself. Like It doesn't really feel real. Like, when I get introduced at an event, geez, that's crazy. I can't believe that like, that's in my title now, you know? So um, it's super surreal, but it, it was um, everything you could have, you can think that it would be. It was, um, you know, we were so happy. Um, obviously with the, the off our shoulders from the year before. And then um, watching One Shining Moment was probably my favorite part of the whole thing, Um you know, you watch that. I was skipping school on Thursdays and Fridays to go to B-dubs with my parents to, to, to watch, you know, that particular thing. So, um, that was probably the, the best part of it.
0: And then now we're going to move on to a selection of quick fire questions, this and that, uh, Kyle's going to answer the question, um, and then just give a little bit of a reasoning why, um, you know, he's, he's put that answer forward, um, pretty straightforward and really fun. So, the first one is defence or offence?
1: I would much rather play offence. Just, I, I'm i a scorer, I like to facilitate, so that's just,
0: that's an easy one. Pass or score? I'm
1: a, I, I'm whatever's better for the team if it's passing or scoring, but I will say I like hitting, or I like uh, making like a, a crazy pass more so than a crazy shot.
0: Kyrie Irving or Allen Iverson?
1: I'll go Kyrie. I think Kyrie's... Probably the best finisher. Step foot on the court, so I go Curry.
0: Having insane handles or an insane vertical?
1: Insane vertical, for sure. No question.
0: Converting a dunk or three-pointer?
1: For me, dunk, because I don't get to do that very often.
0: Stephen Curry or Ray Allen?
1: Uh, I'll go Steph. Steph's the best shooter of all time and... Ray Allen in his prime could put it on the ground and, and dunk on you and do all those things. I just Steph, they're, guard, they're triple teaming him, and that's that doesn't happen. So Steph,
0: airballing a three-pointer or missing a layup?
1: Airballing three-pointer. Uh, that happens a little bit more often, so you might get a, you might get cut a little slack. If you have it happens twice though, then, then you're screwed. But
0: winning an NBA championship or an NCAA championship?
1: Seeing as I've done one, probably say NBA championship. Ahead, I hadn't, I would do NCAA, March Madness is second to none.
0: Winning the NBA MVP award or a championship as a team?
1: Championship. Yeah, championship for sure.
0: The GOAT debate. LeVon James or Michael Jordan? Oh,
1: my God. Plead the fifth. <laughs> um, I don't know who's better or who's the greatest of all time, but lebron james and the way he can manage a game and do everything from blocking shots to passing rebounding defending dunking whatever you you name it he can do it so I, I enjoy that much
0: playing on the east coast or playing on the west coast
1: um west coast the weather the uh, the atmosphere i love the west coast but i will say all my family's east coast so they're staying up till 1 a.m to finish our games and stuff so that kind of sucks but
0: and finally playing in the g league or playing overseas
1: i haven't done the overseas i've only done g league i would say overseas you have uh you have a chance to get paid a lot more so that's a little bit more enticing but the g league you're you're you know you're in a organization of the nba so um you know you, you have a foot in the door and then- on you, so you're much closer to home and closer to being an NBA player, so um, probably to
0: you. So there we have it. That's our interview with Kyle Guy of the Sacramento Kings. A huge thank you to Kyle and his agency for their time with and in setting up this interview. I hope you all enjoyed listening and thank you for tuning in. Make sure to drop us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and follow the show on all major podcast platforms. It really helps the show grow and gives you all more cool interviews to listen to. It really is a win-win. Check out and follow House of Bounce over on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and TikTok. Until next time.